Hey there, Koejo here, and I understand that running your own Facebook ads can be quite complicated and intimidating, and yet, at this point, you're not ready to hire out Facebook ad management. So, if this is you, I can teach you how to run your own Facebook ads. One-on-one, -on -one, unlimited support over the next 28 days. We will have three Zoom calls, and in between those calls, you get all the support and all my strategies I will audit your graphics, your ad copy, make sure that you're set up the way that's working best for my clients. We'll take care of all the analytics. I will coach you step by step how to troubleshoot ads, how to know when to scale, and how to read all the signs so that you're equipped to run successful lead magnet campaigns and profitable sales campaigns and registration campaigns for your launch or what have you. If you need this kind of support from me right now, then click the link in the show notes below. It's the art of online business forward slash call. I've been doing this all along, but now the offer is just focused on helping you run your successful ad campaign within the next 28 days and the next five people get a pretty nice discount. All right, the link is in the show notes below. Back to the episode. What do you get when you combine simplified digital marketing, proven ROI strategies, and Metallica blasting from his headphones? You get Rick Moore ready, of course. So strap in, grab your bulletproof coffee, and get ready because this is the art of pay traffic. Here's Rick. Hey, what is up, my friends? Happy New Year. Hope your holidays were absolutely awesome. It is so good to be kicking off 2019 here with you on the podcast. I am so pumped about what I've got in store for you this year on the Art of Pay Traffic podcast. If you're new here, what's up? I'm Rick Mulready, host of this here podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. Make sure to subscribe to the show here so that you don't miss any episodes that I've got coming your way. And if you've been listening for a while, welcome back, my friends. Super appreciate you, as always, tuning in each and every week. I do not take your attention lightly. My goal for this podcast here is to help you grow and scale your business through smart online marketing strategies so that you can have a bigger impact, so that you can help more people and thus have a better life in the process, because that's what this is all about, right? Today's episode is a strategy session. It's been a little while since we've done a strategy session here on, I have a hard time saying strategy session. I say it really fast. Slow down, Rick. Today's episode is a strategy session with one of my students, and it's been a while since I've done a strategy session here in the show. Now, today's guest, my student, Alan Beckley, and Alan is an entrepreneur whose mission is helping inventors and entrepreneurs achieve their dreams more quickly. And Alan's been running Facebook ads to a webinar where he teaches people how to license your invention for royalties. Now, his results, both on the Facebook ad side as well as from his webinar, haven't quite been what he'd like. So we're going to dive into all that today. Essentially, Alan's looking for ways to reach his ideal audience of inventors or people who want to become an inventor so that he can increase registrations and also in the meantime of course he wants to increase attendees so we break down his entire webinar funnel and ad campaign here today we get into his webinar results his ad results 
And essentially, I look for any red flags that might be causing him issues and that might be attributing to why he's not getting the results that he wants. And Alan is on a very limited budget. But as you'll hear, one thing that he really needs is higher and more qualified traffic. So Alan's doing pretty well with what he's been doing so far on a limited budget. He just needs more traffic. He needs to get some more traffic through this funnel here to really hone in on what's working and what's not. As you're going to hear, his click-through rate and conversion rates are pretty strong. And his cost per lead isn't terrible either. But I share my recommendations for how he can get more traffic into his funnel to drive sales of his program from the webinar. And so we talk about things that he can do in terms of testing at the front end with his Facebook ads, all in an effort to lower that cost per lead while increasing the relevance score of his ads. That's a big theme of what we're talking about here in this session, really reaching those qualified people that he really wants to uh, target and get registered for his webinar. So we dive into things like how he can change the copy and the messaging in his ads to better target the different audiences that can benefit from what he sells and what he teaches on that webinar. We talk about what he can do for market research that will ultimately help with his messaging and ad copy. We talk about the changes that he can make to the videos that he's using for his ads and where he should start with testing for his video ads. And we also get into what's next for Alan. You know, he's got this funnel going. He's got he's running Facebook ads, and I throw out some ideas that he can do that he can be doing in addition to what he's currently doing. And I share why I think that starting a podcast would be a perfect platform for what Alan teaches and what Alan's expertise will allow him to share with uh, with his audience and attract his audience and get more people into uh, his funnel. Now, before we jump into it with Alan, I'm always curious, how do you listen to this podcast? Because the podcast is on a lot of different platforms right now. Do you listen on iTunes, the iTunes app? Do you listen on Overcast or Stitcher, maybe Spotify or iHeartRadio? Also, do you listen at regular speed? <laughs> Uh, towards the end of 2018, this was a big joke on people would uh, send me screenshots of how they listen to the show on Instagram. They'd post it in their Instagram story and they'd say, yeah, I listen to it at um, you know 2x speed or I listen at regular speed. Or maybe you're like me and you listen to your podcast at one and a half speed. Well, one of the things I'm trying to do is slow down how, how fast I talk here on the show because I get all excited about this stuff and I don't even realize it. I'm talking so fast. So would you do me a favor and take a screenshot of how you tune in to this podcast and share it on your Instagram story and tag me in the process. Tag me. I'm at Rick Mulready. I'd love to see how you're listening to the show and then what speed do you listen to it on? I'm just always super uh, curious. Now, also, while you're there on Instagram... If you'd like to win a 30-minute strategy session with me, very similar to what you just heard here on the podcast today, I am choosing one winner at random at the end of each month. All you have to do is message me there on Instagram and give me your feedback on this podcast. Okay, Tell me what you'd like to hear more of, like different topics or different guests, like style and frequency of the show, that sort of thing. So message me there on Instagram while you're there tagging me and, and sending me a screenshot. Just shoot me a DM there. Give me some feedback on the podcast. What you like, what maybe what you don't like, what you'd like to hear more of. Let me know. I'm always open to uh, improving this podcast because I do this show for you. 
And then again, I pick a winner at random at the end of each month to win a 30-minute strategy session with me, very similar to what you're about here to hear today with Alan. Okay, cool. Thank you so much for doing that. I really appreciate it. Now, without further ado, let's go talk strategy with Alan Beckley. So what I got your I got your email and I got your uh, I mean your uh, your video ad and I got your landing page. Okay, and, great. And I saw the stats that you sent over. Do you want to start there or how do you want to sure. how do you want to use this time? So yeah, so sort of the short executive summary is I'm running two forty dollar a day video ads, three uh, percent look like audience to both. Um, very similar to each in terms of demographics. Okay. Just. A slight difference. One of them is only goes to age 64 and the other one's all ages. Um, the difference is one of them has longer text, the one I sent you in the um, mm-hmm. video ad. Mm-hmm. And the, I mean the ad and one of them has a little shorter text without quite as much information. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, okay. So one thing I had done, I, I run these over four days. And this last cycle, I was running $80 a day with a single ad. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I had been running two ads at $40 per day prior. Yep. I got much, I did exactly what you're not supposed to do. Instead of just gradually cranking it up, I doubled it, which yep. you know, you've told us not to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I got really not great results compared to previous when I went from two $40 ads that were quite similar yeah. to one $80 ad. Yeah. So what I did is I backed off yesterday and, and I scaled one of them back to $40 and added another $40 ad in. Okay. And it did much better. And say, one, say, I, say that again. I'm sorry. Repeat that okay. last sorry, word. I'm saying a lot pretty quickly. No, but it's I was okay. doing Eighty dollar ads, you yep. know, for three days in a row. Yep. And the metrics were, you know, I, I they always start out terrible and they get better, right? Sure. Yeah. But anyways, but the metrics were disappointing. Let's just say. So I thought, okay, on the last day, what I'm going to do is I'm going to scale the one back to forty dollars for the last day okay. and then copy it over to another $40 ad that's very similar except longer text. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, okay. Yep. And definitely much better results on the $40 one, the one I sent you. Yep. And the only real difference there compared to stuff I've run prior is I put spaces in between the little bits in the um, totally. ad itself. Totally. Yeah. Yep. It's much easier to read. Absolutely. Yep. And my cost per uh, my cost per click came down to like a dollar fifty one compared to over two dollars. What was your cost per lead? Cost per lead on the one that was the best was like seven dollars and seventy cents. Okay. On the eighty dollar one had been running nineteen thirty four, so mm. cost per lead was pretty bad. Yeah. Overall conversion on both was pretty good, but the cost per lead, the other eight hundred pound gorilla. Yeah. I'm running like five uh, relevances of five. Mm. Okay. Yeah. And I don't know why. I mean, you see that you see what's matched up. Maybe you can give me some thoughts. Yeah. So with this, um, so this is cold traffic, I assume. Well, no, I'm sorry, I didn't tell you that. So three percent look like. Oh, that's right too. That's right. Website. So, so yeah. I mean, uh, I'm curious. Did you test one percent look like? My website has too fewer viewers to pick up anything short of three percent. Oh, okay, gotcha. So what? What? A, you know, what kind sorry. of base audience are we talking about? Well, it's maybe. 150 or so a month come in it's not huge i'm not driving a lot off my website per se okay so you're you're trying to create a look like so you've created a look like audience out of the say 150 people visiting your site every every 30 days or so and there's one reason why i did that rick i'm yeah. trying to find inventors 
right? Sure, sure. Yep. And and when I had tried before being creative, yep. where I I want to go find people to watch Shark Tank, and I put this wonderful thing together, Shark Tank, inventors, yep. and um, engineers. Yep. Really did horrible, right? Much worse than this. So okay. obviously, I didn't know that audience as well as I thought I did. So the lookalike at least found people who generally were finding my website and coming to it and had some interest in it, and some of okay. which came from me. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So generally, the, the if if it's 150 people a month, you know, not a lot. it's not a lot, and it's not enough to really get a quality lookalike audience. Yeah, I figured as much. So that's the first thing. Now you are getting some results, right? Well, um, in my, I mean, two percent click through rate to as high as three percent prior. Yeah, you'd mention you mentioned on the click through rate. You said the unique click through rate is that. I want to make sure that's link click through rate and not all click through rate. Do you, um, do you know if that's the case? I might have to check it real quick to see. I that's think okay. that's click through rate. Well, hang on a second. Let me look. Yeah, real quick. So while you're looking there, I mean, so that's the first thing is link click through rate. You want? Yes. Yep. That's always going to be the lowest, right? Uh, it is, and and we don't really care about the all click through rate because that is people who are clicking like like or share or comment or clicking on the the name of your page and going to your page. We want we want to be tracking what's the percentage of people who are clicking on your ad to go to the registration page. So that's the link click. Hang on a second, yep. let me check. Yep. So okay, so that is respectively. 2.02%, that's on the best ad, and 1.41% on the one okay. that's not running so great. Cool. So the click-through rates are good. So that's not an issue. What is the conversion rate on the landing page? So the conversion rate on the landing page is like 20-something percent. Okay. Um, okay. Which I don't think is terrible. Let me, let, me, let me go to the one that actually shows me conversion. I'm looking at page views right now. Sure. Uh, let me look at delivery real quick. So 27% on the best one and actually on uh, uh, 28%, 27% is what it shows. Gotcha. Okay. So that's not a red flag. What we're, do- what we're doing here is we're trying to eliminate big red flags, right? So yeah, yeah. click-through rate's decent. Regist- or the uh, conversion rate uh, on the landing pages is decent. You're at $7. You said $7 and something on the, cl- on the uh, cost per lead. That's, the other one's like 19 which is my – and that's been what I've – I've been more like 15 to 19 So the 7 is unusually good. Yeah. And so have you done the webinar yet at all? No, I've done it several times. The okay. webinar is scheduled for tonight. Again, I've got 23 people signed up. Okay. And, of course, the downside is I don't get a huge percentage of those people, maybe like 20%. So I need sure, to drive. Sure, sure. How is it converted and, and how are the numbers been in past webinars? So the short answer to your clear question is because I haven't gotten very good numbers, like five people attending – then sometimes the conversion is zero, but across I've gotten four people who've purchased so far. Okay, and so I would say my overall conversion is probably close to twenty percent. I just don't have I'm not driving enough people to webinars. Gotcha. So four matter. four people who have purchased. How much is the program? It's a four hundred ninety seven dollar program. Okay, to two hundred sixty dollar. I feel like I'm making some progress. Sure, I'm just so driving I'm, more near traffic. Yeah, I'm just trying to get a gauge of the overall bigger picture here. So four people have purchased out of how many? Total? Out of how many total? You would ask that. Probably, not even 40, probably out of 20 or 25 max. I mean, it's pretty oh, close. Okay. I, haven't had, I haven't had big enough numbers attendance. Okay, But gotcha. the problem is the reality that 20% roughly of the people who register are going to show up, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Gotcha. Okay. So, okay, you're, you're right. It's just, it's a numbers thing, getting more people into it, because it sounds like your conversion rate is pretty good. You know, I mean, it sounds yeah. like it's really good. 
granted that's spread out over you know your different webinars and so forth i think alan this is a case of just different hooks in your in your ad copy and in your uh you know i'm I'm looking at your the video right here i'd like to see there's so many questions i want to ask you so when you are targeting shark tank when you did that before the ad i'm looking at right now it says do you want to license your invention or idea for royalties correct um i know what licensing your invention means but i don't know what or idea for royalties is now okay. i'm not your target audience though would your target audience know what that means yes okay with one minor caveat and that is for an inventor, you either license your product and you know they take care of everything for you, sure, or you do it all yourself, right? They call it venture. Yep. But licensing is not super well understood with a lot of inventors in terms of how all the pieces put together. Yep. I mean that's why my whole webinar is about how it works, as yep. well as my online course is land your license deal. You know. Gotcha. Okay. So confusing. Uh, it's, I mean, I just want to make sure that you're speaking to the right person at the right yep. time, Bye-bye. because in my view here, you have a couple different audiences. You have somebody, for example, like one audience is they have an invention, right? They just have no idea what to do with it. Yep. So you would speak to that person one way versus somebody who maybe, you know, there, there's these people and I'm sure you're one of them has an idea all the time, right? Like, oh, I have this idea. Oh, I have this idea. But then right. that's all that they they stop there. And so that's a different conversation because it's like, you know, I read your ad here and it's want to license your invention or idea for royalties. My immediate reaction to that was changing that first sentence there. Do you have an idea for an invention that you want to license or, you know, something like that? Would be more clear, right? Well, I mean, I think so, but it's also, keep in mind, it's also different audiences, right? It's right. still your target audience, but they don't necessarily have an invention yet. They have an idea. And so it sounds like your webinar would be relevant to that person as well. Is that true? Yeah. Okay, okay cool. I was just going to say, you really got right to the nit of it. One reason I say an idea or an invention yep. is I know there's people that think, oh, I'd love to do an invention sometime, and I don't want to keep them out. In other words, I'd like to have them come in as well. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Just say, do you have an invention? Well, I may eliminate 90% of the people because like, I don't have an invention yet. What is an invention? Correct. Yeah, exactly. Vague. (laughs) They might have this like most amazing idea, but they're not acting on it because they have no idea how to do it, you know? And so, so that's a different conversation than somebody who already has an invention. They've already invented it, but they don't know what to do with it. You know what I mean? So that's a different conversation. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. yeah. And, and so you want to be having your ads speak to these different people who are all under the umbrella, if you will, of your target audience. Right. And so the example that I, I like to use is like, so my, my FB ad manager program, this is for Facebook ad managers, right? But then I right. have, but I actually have three sub segments of audiences who make up that audience. So like somebody, for example, who doesn't know Facebook ads, but they understand the opportunity that exists with a Facebook ads business. That's one conversation with somebody. Another one would be somebody who knows Facebook ads, but they don't have a Facebook ads business yet. 
So that's another conversation. And then the third conversation would be somebody who already has a Facebook ads business and they're looking to, to scale it from there. Right. right. So I would encourage you to look at your audience the same way, kind of like we were just talking about. It's like somebody who already has an invention but doesn't really know what to do with it. Like, oh, I didn't know I could license this. Or right. what, what does it mean to license it? Then somebody else who maybe has ideas all the time, but they're like, they don't know what to do with them. They don't know what the opportunity is. And right. so you're speaking to that person as well. And you can target the exact same audience, like Shark Tank, for example, we'll use that as an example. You can target Shark Tank and then have those different, you know, those are different hooks, right? Because yeah. you're, you're speaking to different people there. I mean, I know that you tested Shark Tank before. I think it's a great audience to be going after. You know, I'm sure there are, uh, I don't know this niche at all, but like, conferences or associations or magazines or you know that sort of thing where your target audience is hanging out i would assume yeah they're, they're a little hard to pin down unlike because i've done a lot of research on this but inventors go to some invention groups you know within sure you know, monthly there's a magazine that a fair number of people subscribe to okay and they go to a, diff- a few different linkedin places but okay. inventors being introverts don't engage well at all, which has been a huge frustration for me. In other words, you get crickets. Like there's people who put out really great content in these different yep. uh, LinkedIn groups. Yeah, it'll be great, great stuff. What do you guys think? Crickets. Nobody responds whatsoever. Like Stephen Key, who's a really famous and successful inventor. Okay, he can throw stuff out there, and often he gets no response whatsoever. Okay, and that's frustrating because it's hard for me to do the kind of research that if it was a women's group that was looking at whatever, yeah. you know, they throw something out and they'd get like a dozen people saying, "Oh, I have this, I have that, I have that." What if you looked at? Um, so, I mean, that could be the case. They could be. I'm not questioning. You're reading it that way. I, I, yeah, I'm not questioning that they're not introverted, but oftentimes, if people aren't responding, I would look at how it's being communicated, you know, yeah. have you looked on Amazon, for example, and looked at books about inventing and licensing and all that stuff and looked at the comments, looked at the reviews and stuff and see what people are saying there. Not as explicitly as I should. Now I, I, I do have a book out on Amazon my, of my own, you okay. know, so I yep. look at my own reviews too. Plus there's some other good ones out there. I need to look at that. Yeah, yeah. I'd be looking at that. I'm sure there are Facebook groups that you could, if you're not already in there, you know, you should be in there looking at what people are saying and that the types of questions that they're asking, because right. you can use all this information, you know, once you do that sort of sub-segmenting, if you will, of your target audience, use this information to create the right type of messaging to those people to get them to register for your webinar, you know? Okay. No, that makes, that do, makes sense. Do you, I don't know, but... As an inventor, how are, how are you are you spending your time in like, and pardon my ignorance here, are you spending time in like a factory to get something built or because you have the Wonder Wallet, right. like, or, or is like, I'm looking at you right now, I'm assuming at your office or in, in your house or at your desk, yep. is this where you spend most of your time or where would you spend most of your time as an inventor like this? You're right here, much like, you know, because I'm trying to put together an e-commerce business basically from yeah. soup to nuts is what i've been doing got it i would look at just seeing you on camera right now you're super casual you know you're super relatable and i would do a video just like you're doing right now literally sitting you're look you're turning to the side a little bit i assume you know 
I don't, I mean, just kind of looking at you, try to figure out like where your laptop is or where your computer and everything like that. Obviously you're looking right at the camera. I would yeah. do, I would do a video like this because the video is fine in your ad, but I just feel like it's a little more personal as you're sitting right now, just at the desk, just kind of changing things up. And, and I would and like the, the Facebook live videos that I shot, you think? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because I, mean, I can do it like off Zoom meeting, and I've got a totally. C920 video yep. cam. Yep. And yep. Um, actually, I use that on the um, thank you page. I have one doing exactly as you described where I'm sitting here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just think it's more inviting, you know, okay. um, where like your the video, like I mentioned on your the video ad, of course, isn't bad, but you're right up on the camera, and it's almost like a little intimidating, I, I think. Okay. And so, whereas just looking at you right now, you're super relaxed. We're just chatting. Like if you could sort of try to relay that energy to the video, again, once you learn, you know, once you get that language down, the messaging, talking about doing the research and stuff like that, and speaking to the different people uh, within your target audience, I think that's where you start testing. Yeah. Okay. I think we're bad out of time, but. um... Yeah. You're good. I think like. Look, like when we look at a funnel like this, we're trying to hone in on, okay, where do we focus our efforts, right? Are there any glaring red flags? And it doesn't sound like any at this point. Not it's just, terrible, yeah, it's just a matter of we need more traffic. We need to be testing yeah. more on the front end to get people in there uh, who hopefully a little bit of a lower cost per lead and a little bit of a higher uh, relevance score. Yeah. And the other thing, of course, I'd like to do some more free traffic. And I do some things like I shoot Facebook videos once a week. I do a blog every week. And the Facebook videos get pretty good watch to the people that are interested in me because it's just me doing my thing. Sure. And, um, you know, I I engage with inventors in a lot of different ways, you know, because I have all this great stuff out there. My goal is to really build a tribe and uh, start a podcast. Yeah. So that's kind of what's next. And I've gone through JLD stuff, yep. you know, I listen, I listen to all you guys, man. I listen so what, what's, what's, what's Everybody. holding you back on the podcast? Really nothing other than I just need to get after it. Okay. I mean, you know, I just need to give it the time. I mean, my challenge is quite honestly, yep. I've been putting a lot of money into this over a period of the last 18 months Okay. and I'm kind of running out of the money to do it. And I sort of need to monetize it. But at the same time, if I have to get a job, I have to get a job, mm-hmm. you know? So that's sort of my frustration because I was hoping that I would monetize things a little more quickly, but it is what it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've learned so much in 18 months because I'm fairly decent, in my opinion. Nothing like you, but at Facebook ads, at Mm -hmm. least I can get kind of what I want. Sure. And lead pages and all that great stuff. Yep. Cool. I mean, I would would definitely encourage – I think this would be a great idea for a podcast. Um, Yeah. I think that would be a better umbrella because then I could have thousands of people and then I can – pitch my online course to them. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so if you, if you've got John's course, as far as for the podcasting and stuff like that, podcaster paradise. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you, I mean, you got everything you need to get that launched. Yeah. Um, I would set a date that is sooner than later than you might think. And, and you know, you just, all you, all you need to get going on that as far as content goes is three to four episodes. Yeah. I I got that too. Yeah. Yeah. So, the equipment I already need. I got my little C920 and I got my Yeti, you know, mic and cool. I got another speaker over there. And plus yep. I got to get other things, but it's not the end of the world. Yep. Um, so no excuses for, for that. No excuses, man. I just need to, because I think you agree it's going to be a great umbrella if I can do that. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and, I've got, I, I've, you know, this is Art of Pay Traffic is the second podcast I've done. 
both of them have been the best thing I've ever done for, for the business. Yeah. So. Well, that's super good to hear because I've, I have researched that quite a bit. Yep. And there are some inventor podcasts, but in my opinion, they're not very good. Yeah. They're not really moderated like you do and like JLD does where you ask people specific questions and mm-hmm. brings them out. But, you know, I want to do something more like him. Like, what was the biggest challenge you had in your business? What almost killed you in your business? You, know, you get somebody on that's really an interesting guest mm-hmm. and you bring them to the level where the audience identifies with them. Yeah. You know, like what are three tips you'd give to our listeners? You know, totally. If you were brand new, what would be your first three steps? I think that would make a really fascinating one. And then and then I would do some that are rants of my own because I, I have done a lot of speaking and training. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of information I have to, to give people. 100%, man. There's, yeah. So, like, I, I love the idea. Like, you, it's just a matter of doing this. <laughs> yeah, I just need to get after it. I need, yeah. I need to give, give it more bandwidth and focus on it. Yep. Set, so. set a date and, you know, have that. You, you have everything that you need to do it. Um, I think launching it is a great idea. Test some more different things here with the ads. You got video. We yeah. talked, you know, talked about some different ideas for the video and also do some image, you know, do some image ads in there. And um, see what happens, see if it pulls better or yep. doesn't need Yep, absolutely. Yep. So, cool. But I'm only doing $300, but that's not terrible, right? I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, it feels yeah. like a lot of money to me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, and you're, I mean, so all you have to do is make one sale, right? For fi- right. $500 yeah. and you've, yeah. you've more than paid for your ads. Right, right, right. Yeah, so. I would keep the budget small. Keep testing these different things. You don't have to get too crazy on the amount of targeting. You know, I would it, you know try to improve that lookalike that you're using right now. Again, the fact that you're even getting any kind of results that you're getting from it is surprising to me, honestly, because There's it's a little. Bit it's, yeah, it's a lookalike some, from such a small base audience um, that I would then start to look at other you know cold traffic audiences like Shark Tank and like the other things that we talked about earlier. One final comment I'll make is when I did Shark Tank, I think my ads overall kind of sucked. I mm-hmm. mean, because I was getting like no opt-ins whatsoever. Yep. Right. And and so I was so frustrated because I'd put the ad and put the landing page and nobody would opt-in at all. Sure. Now I've got that all solved. I mean, yeah. I get some opt-ins, I get decent metrics and all the rest of it. Yeah. So maybe if I retargeted, um, went back to Shark Tank and some other things, I might get better results than I thought I would. Well, it's, I mean, it's all about testing, right? I mean, you're, you're, you're getting better each time and you're learning yeah. and you're asking the right questions. And so this is just a matter of, you know, trying different things until you find what works. And so if you like, don't, I wouldn't take your experience targeting Shark Tank previously as like, oh, I'm not, that's a bad target audience. I'm not going right. to target them, you know? So obviously not every, like that's going to be a huge audience and not everybody, who has an interest in Shark Tank is going to be your target audience, but that would be a good, that I think that's a good audience to speak to. And you're looking for the people who are your target audience within the Shark Tank audience. Maybe next week I'll target $40 to one and $40 to the Shark Tank. Yeah. And see what the difference is. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah, but do, do this messaging research and, 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 and really get clear on who you're speaking to and then, yeah. and how you're going to speak to them. Yeah, yep. make that a little bit cleaner. Yep, so absolutely, super great. Appreciate it. All right, man. Appreciate you. Right. Keep me updated on everything. Okay. Well, appreciate. All it. All Thanks right. a lot. Thanks, Alan. See you, buddy. Bye bye. Hey, quick question for you: Are you doing Facebook Messenger marketing in your business already, or are you considering doing it here in 2019? Well, if so, you've got to check out Opesta. O-P-E-S-T-A. Opesta is a Facebook messenger marketing automation platform, which allows you to do some very cool behavior-based marketing within the messenger platform. Now, I've now used both ManyChat and Opesta, and between ease of use, 
the behavioral-based marketing and all the cool additional marketing automation things that you can do with Opesta, I've moved over to using Opesta in my business and I love it. And actually, Opesta was started by an early student of mine. His name is Ethan Sigmund. And if you recognize that name, you've been listening to the show here for a while. He's been a guest here on the podcast a few times. I think it's like three times now talking about Instagram, talking about Facebook ads, and talking about messenger marketing at the end of 2018. And this is another reason why I like Opesta so much. Ethan has a Facebook marketing background and he's been doing it a long time. So he just gets it. He gets how uh, messenger marketing fits into and how to take advantage of it from a Facebook marketing perspective. Now, in full disclosure, I'm an advisor to Opesta because I believe so strongly in Ethan and what he and his team are doing with messenger automation. So if you'd like to check out Opesta and sign up for a free trial, go to rickmulready.com forward slash Opesta. Again, it's rickmulready.com forward slash O-P-E-S-T-A. Thanks so much for listening to the show today. I really appreciate it. Coming up, I've got more great content coming your way on the podcast here. So until then, and as always, my friends, keep testing your paid traffic to find out what works for you and your business, and then do more of what's working. And I'll see you in the next episode. Don't worry, there's more of Art of Pay Traffic coming soon. If you can't wait for more incredible digital marketing strategies, head over to rickmulready.com. We'll see you next time. Do you want to avoid the seven biggest mistakes that burn through course creators' ad money? I see these over and over and over again, and I put them together in a mini email series. This is not fluff. Each of the seven mistakes, I also have a recorded video tutorial showing you inside of Facebook Ad Manager how to fix those mistakes. This is good, solid, and it will save you money or help you make more money with your Facebook ads click down in the show notes below. You'll see the link and you can go download it right now for free.